Good afternoon, my friends. What's happening? <clears throat> it's the 29th of December, 2019. Making Motivation Podcast. Slept till about noon today. You know that weird stage you get to in your vacation when you... Uh, I know that it's... A lot of people are experiencing the same shit where all this time off that you have longed for, finally you have it. And so initially, man, you're raring to go, right? You've got your your um, visits with family and your opening of presents and your decorating and trips here, there. You know, we're going this day, we're going to do this, and this day, we're going to do that. And you have all these grand plans and they transpire and they're wonderful and the next day guess what you don't have to go to work so you can sleep in and then all of a sudden you get to that point in your vacation if you're fortunate where you know you can freaking just sleep in the following day you can just freaking chill out so what happens is you do you stay up late you sleep in you lose track of that rhythm that you depended upon for work and school or whatever it is you do with your life. And now it's like you're kind of disgusted with yourself. You, after that huge meal on Christmas Eve or whatever, or that indulging night out till one o'clock in the morning, now you're starting to feel, you know, and you, successively you've been like, all right, well, what I'm going to do is. I'm going to go over to uh, the gym tomorrow. We're going to get a gym membership. Yeah, or I'm going to do kettlebell lifts every day and burpee, 100 burpees a day. I'm going to start that. And So you're anticipating the, the shift back to normal life. That's important. <clears throat> we all feel that. So last night, what happened? We had a Pollyanna party. Saturday night, friggin' after well, pretty much a week of this routine, with a couple days at the office mixed in there. It's now Saturday night. We friggin' spent all day at the Secret Santa shit, had a great time, and then we went home. We had to go home because we left the dog all day, but my wife and kids went out until like 1 o'clock, like 1 o'clock in the morning. This morning, I'm text messaging my wife, where the hell are you? You know, like, all right, you're out, you and my kids, you're out and about, you're going to pay for this tomorrow, you're going to sit on the couch and be slugs, and sure enough, there they are, and I was as well, I'm like, fuck it, I'm, I'm, if I'm going to be up till 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to be sleeping until noon, because I need to get that rest, I, I really feel like the one thing that I've yearned for with the break here is to relax, to sleep in, to chill out, to, to get some things done. And you have all these grand things that you, you, uh, anticipate doing like cleaning out the basement or putting away their holiday stuff. And, and that's going to happen. And it's mostly my wife. that's going to do everything, but <clears throat> we're at that point where we feel like pieces of shit. My wife, I just, uh, 
I was lacing up my shoes, I saw her doing something with her hand, like going up and down with her hand while she snuggled up on the couch under blankets, and I said, what are you doing? I knew what she was doing. She's trying to get her quote-unquote steps in, and I'm saying, like, that's like a makeup on a friggin' alien or something. Like dressing up on an alien in a, or some creature in a three-piece suit. Not that my wife is a lover; she's beautiful, all that. But to be sitting on that couch doing this, like basically a jerk-off motion, and tell me that that's your, you're trying to get your steps. Well, you're cheating the system. You're making it appear, and you're trying to get that charge of dopamine, as if you did something today and you didn't do anything. And I said, "Hun, you don't cheat." In any other aspect of life, why do you think that this is, why do you think that that counts, that you're doing that with your hand? And I've noticed it before, I've mentioned it before, um, I'm sure she hates when I say it, but this is real shit, this is real talk. We are out of our schedules, yes, it's been wonderful, we're on the cusp of getting back into our schedules, which is a very important thing, so that we can do our jobs, bring money in, pay bills, and live a relatively normal life. But, of course, we know that the other side of this balance, on the other side of the scale, is the glut of uh, busyness that we're typically up to, right? Like, we're typically all riled up in the throes of various scheduling capacities and obligations. And we don't like that either. We don't like we're complaining about that, that we're bogged down in this routine and we don't have a lot of time to do the things that we want to do. And I mean, as a whole, that definitely upsets the apple cart for sure. But now we're at the other side of the spectrum, and it it feels that way to me. Like I'm I'm itching. I'm ready for the new year to be here. I'm ready for predictable office hours. I'm ready to get back to teaching and, and just I've been preparing bits bit by bit while I have been off here. I've certainly not thought extensively about uh, my work, but. You know, I get a little time to myself, and I think, wow, you know, maybe I could do this. Like, yesterday, um, at the Pollyanna party, and great-grandma's going to be 90 soon. Well, she can't walk up freaking stairs. Her feet are all swollen. She's she's 90. She's got all those problems of a 90-year-old woman. She's got a walker. Steps are treacherous, etc., etc. So, I thought about, wow, how cool would it be if we had, like, when you rent a U-Haul, and they've got that ramp that you can, you know, load stuff, you pull the ramp, that's like retractable, right underneath the bumper, or above the bumper, you pull it out, and you, up you go with all your stuff, and it's a nice sturdy ramp that comes down at any, most any angle you're after. Maybe we could create one of those as part of, you know, like a hasty handicap ramp, and Somebody kind of shot that down, but I thought it would, you know, go nice and neatly underneath the steps 
and it could telescope out and be nice and sturdy and have handrails that come up and so on and so forth and it would just be great for every home for the contingency that somebody would not be able to climb stairs as sucky as that would be right so talk to somebody about that then I figured, all right, you know what would be even better? Imagine if you had like a, a similar device that was, um, it was all about like a treadmill. So it was like a platform you step on and the platform, the initial one you, that uh, older person steps on or handicapped person steps on is retractable. It elevates to the next level and pushes you in. right up to the landing and then just as easy as it went out retracts goes back in and it's good to go pause this okay good to go so where was I gotta make a little pit stop here apologize for the uh, intermission so returning to normalcy what is normalcy right uh, okay, put this Peter out. <coughs> Normalcy denotes uh, some sort of routine that serves an individual, something that stimulates us physically and mentally. Um, even the stress involved with work, uh, family, organizing, laundry, paying bills, all that stuff as painful as it can sometimes be, it provides a motivating factor, an M effort, an M effort. It compels us to do something you know, with our lives. So, as stated previously, it's friggin' 2 p.m., now it's 2.30, and what do we got? I woke up a couple hours ago, my, I left my wife and children sitting on the couch, they showed up, got to bed at 2 o'clock last night and had to wake up for a, uh, a 10 a.m. <coughs> tumbling class for Lily. It's fine, you know, we're on vacation, we should enjoy it. I'm just, I've eaten the friggin' disgustingly delicious food, I have sat around a lot, I've traveled a bit, or quite a bit considering the Disney trip, right? And now, uh, you know, I've taken a lot of time off from work and I'm, I'm a little bit anxious to get back. And as I tend to become, I get <clears throat> like riled up and focused on return to the office and then give me a couple weeks in the office over the winter and some of the crazy characters that I deal with, etc. And I'm about done with that too, you know? So this is just life, the balance of life, the things that we do. Um, <clears throat> and I, for one, am looking forward to a return to the routine. Yes, I said it. I've gotten enough out of this uh, 
experience this time off. It's time to turn back in. And listen, it's not like I can look at tomorrow and say, I ain't got shit to do tomorrow. Because now I really do. I've got a very full schedule at the office and I have to manage all this and make sure that everybody is on board and they're actually going to show up and that the heat goes on at the office and all the little, I've got my towels, I've got my biofreeze, I've got shit paper, all that stuff. It's important to, uh, to make sure that it's all, the office is out of state of all systems go. So that's where I'm heading square that away right about now. And I'm sure pretty much everyone feels the same way. Right? Everyone feels the same way. It's like, how can I get my shit together in the new year? Ooh, I've had all this time to engorge myself on disgusting food and get really lazy and think about how much weight I've got on my frame and any health concerns and any problems in my life and And now, it's time for me to get my shit together. And people look forward to that and the challenge. They're scared, too, because it represents a challenge. That change represents challenge. And I think that's what we like about it, and that's what we hate about it. I'll have to write that down. Change represents challenge. It's hard to change doesn't feel good initially, but we've we've all tasted a bit of success by virtue of our challenging ourselves to change, right? (coughs) Just shifting gears here, one of the things that uh, I really enjoyed about my favorite Christmas present, at least to myself, like, hey, check this out, I just passed this uh, on my way to the office, I passed the bar. That's, you know, 2.30 on a Sunday. Granted, it's super, it's, uh, Eagles are going to be playing. But all kinds of cars pulled into that little sports bar, little pub. Still drinking. Still freaking getting all riled up, right? Makes me, dis- you know, disgusting. And then, what do we got? I passed a friggin' ice cream shop closed for the season. I don't want to fucking get that ice cream and cookies and candy out of my sight. Tins of cookies and some of them stale at this point. They're delicious and they're good for a snack, but it's like when you've had too much of a good thing is really what it boils down to, right? Too much of a good thing. I drive by this neighborhood, which is a very, it's got a lot of tracks from the Oberst, this neighborhood. A lot of passes through, a lot of rubber on the road, courtesy of the Obersts, careening around corners and accelerating from traffic lights in our, on our path, along our path to drop kids off at football practice and pick them up and <coughs> all that goes with that. It's very interesting. But getting back on track here with my uh, favorite Christmas present, I got a fucking bidet. Alright, yesterday was the bidet debut, whereby I installed this plug-and-play bidet, it's called a Lux 120, onto my um, toilet. 
So essentially what you do is it's got a, some hardware <coughs> that comes with the device. You pull the toilet seat off. You hook up the hardware to uh, the water uh, existing water system. Put a little T in there and route a little braided hose there. turn a little dial and squirt squirt gives your asshole it blows all of the friggin fecal matter off of your butthole that's the greatest thing ever man just a real clean feeling it's the accuracy of the of the uh, bidet stream is very good and after you take a nice dump it feels good to clean yourself up right if you take a nice messy dump and you're thinking oh man that might be a double wiper or a triple wiper. I'll just freaking sit down on my bidet. Boom. Easy peasy. Nothing disgusting about it. Nothing unsanitary. Nothing doesn't leave you feeling too wet or anything like that. If you make leaves you feeling great. Fresh. And so I'm a big fan of this. I'm probably gonna get another couple of these to install at the other toilets in our home. Because it's very clean, sanitary. I'm freaking riled up about it. I suggest that you consider it, too. Listen, I started looking at bidets kind of like laughing about it. This is not... Um, it, it, and I looked at them online. Some of them go for like two, $300. And then somebody chimed in and said, Hey, it's uh, I got mine for 50 bucks. It was freaking great. It's a, one of the best decisions we made. I was like, shit, literally. Let's get it. So... I ordered it. Used a $25 gift card plus a couple bucks. Off to the races I go. Leaving skid marks, or rather, not leaving any skid marks. To definitely consider a bidet for 40 bucks, go on Amazon, get yourself this Lux bidet. If you're halfway mechanically inclined, you can get under there and turn the water off, unplug the friggin' hardware, the existing, tie this in screw the seat back on, you're good to go. What a great, simple addition to our toilet uh, habits. So there's where we're at. That's where I'm at on this Sunday. It's 2.30. The Eagles will be coming on soon. Uh, tonight, uh, we, again, trying to feel like, hey, let's add some something to our, our day. Well, now we're going to be going to Jumanji 2 for uh, an after-dinner movie. That'd be cool. Freaking gonna hit the... <clears throat> I think we're going to California Pizza Kitchen. I plan on getting a nice salad, a beer and a salad, maybe some fish tacos, and then we're gonna hit that movie. Awesome. Head home immediately after. I'm going straight up to bed, climbing in the rack. I'm going to watch some uh, fucking. What's the name of that show I've been watching? Uh, Narcos. Oh my god. I mean, this is this is just tremendous. I finished the first season, second season maybe with that featured uh, Pablo Escobar. Well, he's gone, but there's some. There's still some motherfuckers on the prowl. The DEA agents are tracking everybody down. 
it's a real good show. In case you have not seen that, definitely check it out. Uh, and so I watched a couple episodes last night of that. And then I got my friggin' clothes already laid out for tomorrow. Again, trying to squeeze some business in and around the new year. Because we got another second round coming with this midweek new year. So Tuesday night is going to be New Year's Eve. We're closed. Wednesday is New Year's Day. We're closed. Back in action on Thursday and then Friday. And then we're back to the grind. <clears throat> now, I knew that this was going to be an accentuated, this is going to be a crazy December for the Oberst, and I'm glad all of it happened. I told you guys in detail about the Disney experience and the, the Pop Warner Super Bowl, which was just nothing sort of extraordinary, incredible. I continue to have flashbacks of what life is like on that reservation, you know, going down to the cafeteria for your breakfast, lunch, and dinner, getting your snacks, beautiful weather, 70, 80 degrees and sunny, all kinds of water, uh, rides, smiles on faces, food, it's a tremendous thing. It's wonderful. It was awesome. It's an opportunity that we will remember forever. And I'm so proud of my kids for getting down there and competing. It dominated our lives to the point where we almost don't know where to go or what to do following that. We're just deposited firmly at the on the footsteps of the holiday. Now it's Christmas, because that was the second week in December for those Pop Warner Super Bowl. Third week in December, Christmas week. Well, I came in, I had a full week back, rather, and then Christmas was last week. Now we're starting New Year's week. Anyway, everybody's got the same shit going on. Let's do it, man. Let's friggin' do it. Work hard, play hard. And now, as I drive you know, about two miles from my office, forward to going in there and just making sure everything's ready for business tomorrow morning, making sure that I change the voicemail and shore up my plans for tomorrow, make sure the schedule is tangible and we're on track, and then just really start building for the new year. What's it going to be like? You know, what kind of patients are going to come our way? How can we grow the business? How can we be busier than busy and get my teaching in and be successful on all these fronts and try to determine what the absolute best use of my time is? ton of money in the bank, I want to grow my retirement, I 
I want to put money aside so we can do everything that we want to do and put braces on our kids and go on vacations and, uh, you know, all that shit. Live the American dream while simultaneously preparing for the future. My kids, I got to put them through college. I mean, we got a lot of stuff that we, a lot of plans underway. And I want to fulfill these plans and, and execute them and, you know, be smart about everything. And it's just life, you know, this is where, where we're at. So, uh, in closing, <clears throat> just pondering about this balance of uh, work and life and performing and, and bringing out being the best. I want to be the best I can possibly be in the new year. I want to get in shape, stay in shape, stay healthy, stay happy, stay balanced uh, mentally with the winter upon us. There'll always be changes, and changes will be challenging, and I'm, I'm on board with that. It works. In closing, I am going to I have some goals for the new year. First of all, this podcast, I think it can be a lot more than what I've made it into. And, hey, listen, it's a function of just being busy, etc. But there are a lot of... I'd like to have some guests on every once in a while. At least once, you know, once a month. Or more often, more frequently. It's You're asking a lot if you're asking somebody for a, uh, an hour of their time. But I think that there's a lot of people I'd like to honor and have them tell their story and talk about current events and important things in life. And they've got a lot to say. They can really complement any of you know my points of view. So I got my man uh, Schlag, uh, Mike. He's a lawyer, and he said he wants to talk about personal injury, and he wants to talk about <coughs> some about Joseph Campbell, which I was just interested. In. I just was motivated to start picking up some Joseph Campbell and understanding what he's this shit's all about important philosophical figure historical figure guy so that's that expect some good guests also some phone-ins I believe we can do that uh, and we'll tackle the big questions of life I think it'll be very inspiring Listen, love and respect everybody that's almost a half hour. I'm at the office preparing for Monday.